0: Uh, rocked beige, beige, beige. Not
1: <laughs> rocked rock, rock beige. Rocked beige. Yeah, it's rock hard because it's the K T rocked beige. It's too many consonants. I'm having a
0: hard time on the end though. That's what's
1: weird. Oh, I think it, it's like a j. Beige, beige. Hello everyone and welcome to Two White Girls Talk Bollywood, I'm Kim
0: and I'm Katie and we're here to talk about singing and dancing and Bollywood boys.
1: absolute favorite Bollywood boy this week it's nice to be back home in the safe (laughs) secure arms of Shah Rukh (laughs) Khan the
0: the very um
1: toned
0: safe secure arms yes
1: the very muscular arms the beautiful forearms (laughs) of our boy SRK
0: (laughs) I told myself that I wasn't going to objectify him very much in this movie and then I was thinking about it and I was like you know what Everyone in this
1: film is so attractive. So beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful people. They've all worked for
0: the bodies that they have. And yeah. so if you put in effort, it's only fair that your efforts be recognized. So well done yes. to everyone. Well yes. done to SRK. Well done to John Abraham. Well <laughs> done to Deepika Padukone. Yes. I am very impressed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And of course... We love these people for everything that they bring to this movie. What a delightful film. It's funny. It's action-packed. It's got great music. Just, it's everything you could ask for.
0: Yeah, I wanted to ask you what you, how you felt second time through.
1: I honestly feel like I enjoyed it. I won't say that I enjoyed it more because, like, the, the mm. experience of going to see it in the theater was... yeah remarkable like I yeah. it was one of my favorite like movie going experiences ever but I feel like I enjoyed the movie itself more watching it through yeah. the second time yeah and I noted too that just like war I feel like this movie doesn't feel as long as it actually is like I yeah. just it just kind of washes right over you in a good
0: way yeah agreed I also just loved it
1: <laughs> so much <laughs> oh, I'm ah, I'm so glad yeah We've, of course, got Shah Khan in our starring role here as Patan. We've got Deepika Padukone as Rubai or Rubina. John Abraham as Jim. Dimple Kapadia as Nandini. Salman Khan is here as Tiger again. So I'm now really excited for Tiger 3, where it seems Me inevitable too. that Patan is going to show up.
0: Yeah. So, Patan. We open in Pakistan to a scene of a man visiting his doctor and learning that he has cancer and only three years left to live. Actually, I mean, yeah, it's
1: rough, but also it's a fair amount of time. You can get a lot done. plenty of time to plot some revenge.
0: Yeah. And so at the same moment, there's a TV in the room, and I'm like, why is there a TV in, like, the diagnosis room of this hospital? I don't
1: know. (laughs) It's a great question.
0: Yeah. On the TV, the reporters are saying that Article 370 has been – they use a certain word. It's been
1: abrogated.
0: Abrogated.
1: Yes. yes. So Article 370 is the uh the constitutional article that originally gave Ka- Kashmir the power to have its own constitution
0: and um. autonomy
1: and it was abrogated in 2019.
0: Yes. Um and so this guy who's just been diagnosed with cancer, he is a higher up soldier dude for Pakistan. And he calls a man with a cool theme song. (laughs) Very cool theme song. Love Jim's theme. He's our villain of this film. Mm -hmm. But his theme song is such a bop. It really is. If I didn't already have another song picked out as my favorite, it would be this one. Yeah. Maybe third in line. But (laughs) it's still so good. I have listened to it like three times today.
1: It's really good. I also love that we introduce Jim the same way that we have introduced many of our spies. Yes, we're like we're just seeing close-ups of like his eyebrow and his hand, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and we're yeah. hearing like his raspy voiceover. It's great. Well, yeah,
0: and it's always funny because their voices are always so much like deeper and huskier than yeah. they actually are,
1: <laughs> which is hilarious. So roguely, um,
0: the man with cancer has called Jim, and he's like. I want you to bring India to its knees, and Jim is like, "Yeah, can do." And then we flash forward three years, and we see a black market somewhere in Africa. I
1: know, I heard that down too. <laughs> it's like just somewhere in the whole continent of Africa.
0: It's not like it's made up of literally dozens of countries. <laughs> nope. And we see a man talking about buying a massive, like, tank missile thing for Jim, and mm-hmm. as he's talking to like this black marketeer. Um, someone comes up and is like, "Hey, we have this guy. He's looking for Rafi." And then we transition to seeing a very wet man <laughs> <laughs> being beaten up as he's tied to a chair, and he's got this long, stringy hair mm-hmm. kind of hanging in his face. And we see his like mouth is bloody, oh, so and good. his voice is also very deep. Yep. In this yep. moment, <laughs> and then they they have this back and forth, blah blah blah. <laughs> But then you see Putan just, like, drops a handful of, like, screws <laughs> from his uh-huh. hand. The yep. And then his chair collapses, and he, like, barrel rolls and starts fighting because as this guy was talking and beating him up, he somehow managed to fully dissemble his chair. Yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just a really awesome fight with, like, a lot of awesome things it's like a video game. It just shows him swinging the shotgun around. And yeah,
1: just... yeah. That was a fun little
0: piece of filming. Yeah, there. he finds Raffy. He like throws him out ahead of him and then he jumps out of a room that's about to like explode and he skates down the blade of a helicopter. Yeah, he does, yes. <laughs> Which that was the first moment in the theater with you. I saw that. I was like, oh, we're in good hands here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be. Good. Yeah, um, <laughs> my favorite part of this fight is there's a point where like he realizes he's out of ammo, and so he empties his like magazine or whatever the cartridge thing, and then he kicks yeah. it as he's dropping it out of his gut. He kicks it and yes. it hits a guy. <laughs> like, oh, that's resourceful. <laughs> but I also have to say the song that's playing yeah. under <laughs> this fight is like this really weird, like angsty alt rock jam that I'm. Not I was not here for that. Not as good as like the rest of the music. It was also just weird because it was like in English. Yeah, why? I don't know. (laughs) But but everything else about the fight was excellent. Yes,
0: agreed. Patan ends up getting the guy that he needed, which was Rafi. He like handcuffs him to a helicopter. He then gets in the helicopter, Mm -hmm. and they're in a massive warehouse. And so yeah. he starts the helicopter and is just swinging it around inside this warehouse. And then there's a bad guy who just has like a bazooka. <laughs> but so then there's this massive blast that crumples like the ceiling of this warehouse. So then Patan is able to take the helicopter out and they fly away. So then we cut to a cute techie boy mm-hmm. is what I've named him. This guy's um, super cute. <laughs> he's super cute. I know. I know. But he finds something on his computer, and he shows it to the boss lady, Nandini. And she's like, oh, it's Rubai, and she's in Paris. Um, So they immediately get on a plane. So while on the plane, the techie boy asks about Patan. Nandini says that he was once on their side, and he was their best. But then two years ago, Patan got badly injured on the Myanmar mission. Then we flash back to two years ago. where Patan is recovering from his injury. (laughs)
1: Patan is recovered.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you would not know he was injured. He looks great. Um, He is wearing, like, the raciest tiny tank top.
1: He's wearing the least helpful (laughs) tank top I've ever seen. Like, it's doing nothing for him. Like There's no purpose behind this shirt other than to, like... Protect his lower belly when he bends Right, over. it's covering
0: up his abdomen. <laughs> yeah. But his nipples are out. His breasts <laughs> are fully exposed. I mean, I said that it's it's racier than if he just weren't wearing a shirt. I agree, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but Nandini comes in. She strikes up a conversation with Patan where he's like, oh, there's all of these soldiers who also get injured but still have a lot to offer, so I want to start a new unit. Mm-hmm. And so he does start a new unit called Joker, uh, which is specifically for soldiers who have recovered from various traumas physical, mental, emotional, whatever that is. But Colonel Luthor from war is mm-hmm. against it. Which, I don't know, Colonel Luthor is like not my
1: favorite person in he, this movie. He's kind of the villain. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're supposed to really like him. I think he's supposed to be the like the boring, the hard-fisted leader. Like, yeah, the one who kind of gets in the way of
0: so that they can like kind of rebel against him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. you do. You always need that character. So, Joker finds out that Outfit X, which is like this elite terrorist team group Mm -hmm. that they've been tracking, is planning a big attack in Dubai at like. summit or a conference about science. (laughs) Um and so Joker's really worried because the Indian president is going to be there, so um Joker is sending some a team to go and help protect the president. So Patan is, like, riding in a car in Dubai with his guys. They're talking about it. Like, the president has, like, this whole protective detail around him. Mm -hmm. And then Patan's like, hey, wasn't the president supposed to ride with these two scientists to show that, like, science is good? I think Luthra is like, oh, yeah, well, plans changed because we shifted where the president was going to keep him safer. So the Mm -hmm. two scientists are just kind of (laughs) on their own. And this is when Patan realizes, oh, no, The president isn't the target, it's the scientists. Oh, no. So he, like, spins the car around and raced back to where the scientists are. And meanwhile, we see the scientists just talking about science stuff in the back of
1: their car. And i hit sorry, when I was going back and reviewing my notes, I was like, why did I write down science is easy, love is hard? But that's what they say to each other in the car. And I was so glad, like, once you said the scientists,
0: I was like, oh, right. They're like, we're only going to show this these two scientists for like one scene. So let's make it profound. Yeah. (laughs) Let's give him a catchy tagline. Yeah. but So they have a soldier driving them and he's just driving down the road and somehow (laughs) he does not notice the like leather armor clad man and a helmet stepping out into the road in front of him with a bazooka. There's like multiple bazookas in this film and I love it. So many bazookas so
1: cute. He's, he's um, very noticeable. He also really loves a tight pant, a tight uh, bottom. Yeah.
0: I will say uh, he's rocking those pants. He's rocking he really most of his, his
1: clothes. Pants. We'll yeah. get to that later. John Abraham is a very attractive man. <laughs> yes, well done.
0: Good job, John. Um, <laughs> but so um, the car flips because also Jim does shoot the bazooka at it. And then Jim, like, kidnaps the scientists. He puts them in his Hummer (laughs) that drives up. And they're driving away. And then meanwhile, Patan comes on the scene and is, like, chasing them. But then somehow, Jim and the Hummer come from a side street and slam into the side of Patan's car. Yeah. Um, And so he's, like, they're all dazed because he's in his car with, like, two of his guys. And Jim just casually, like, walks up. Yep, And he is starts talking to Baton in that kind of, like, way that villains do, where they're like, ha-ha, you- Here's thought- my whole plan. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we learn that he was, like, a raw agent. He was also the best. <laughs> yes, he was. We'll learn that later. Yeah, they're like, it was Kabir and Jim.
1: <laughs> yep. The dynamic duo. <laughs> um,
0: I would totally love a Jim-Kabir, like, prequel, but- Yeah.
1: Oh, gosh. That would be fantastic. Um,
0: but so- Jim says he's dead to India, but it's okay. He got a medal for bravery. But he's very sarcastic about it. Like, clearly he has some trauma relating to his time serving uh, India as a country. And he, like, says something about, you know, Patan, his loyalty will be thrown back in his face. Like, he won't get anything for it. And then, yeah, Patan's like, oh, I heard you were the best. Then Jim kind of just walks away. He's like, all right, goodbye, you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) And he does the classic, like, shoot the trail of gasoline coming from the car. And as Baton sees this, he and his buddies start trying to get out of the car. Baton gets out, his buddy in the car next to him gets out, but they have to leave behind, like, this younger guy who was a member of their team. It's very sad. He explodes. (laughs) You
1: said that with such compassion. I mean, yeah, we got a lot to cover. I mean, it's sad. <laughs> I didn't even know that guy's name. No, um. yeah. And on <laughs> we go with the movie.
0: So then Patan is like, off and after Jim again. One helicopter enters the scene. We see Jim like lifting up the scientist guys because they're still driving the Hummer with the scientist guys inside but Jim has a helicopter come over he like pulls the scientist boys out of the sunroof <laughs> like straps them into the helicopter and they go zip it up yep. <laughs> and then we see a spear gun shoot into the side of Jim's helicopter and who's holding it it is Patton in his Yay. own helicopter. Yep. <laughs> and then he zip lines down the line that he has created to the car where Jim is, and then they have a cool fight on top of the car, mm-hmm. and then the car crashes, and then they get like thrown. They both grab their own helicopter lines, yeah. Into the helicopters lift them up, and then they get deposited on top of a truck. Yeah. Because- <laughs> a moving truck, which gives them more surface area to fight on
1: mm-hmm. at
0: one point jim grabs because the two helicopters are connected by this like zip line and jim just grabs it and just starts walking with both helicopters like towed. a child
1: with two balloons
0: that yes. is helicopters yes he tows them and then he like hooks them to the top of the truck and we see that they're heading toward a tunnel. And so Jim is like, Haha, ha Patan, what are you going to do? Like, are you going to fight me and let these helicopters crash? Or are you going to save everyone and let me get away? Yeah. And so Patan's a good guy. He lets Jim get away.
1: Yeah. Well, um, and then Patan doesn't even duck. They just no. like the, go, the truck goes under the tunnel. He's standing like his full height yeah. above the truck. And I just don't think that tunnels are that tall. Like, I feel like he really no. should have ducked.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. But it was like, it's cooler for him not to.
1: Yeah, he's unfazed by But it did make me nervous that he was being
0: decapitated. Then. We see Patan debriefing with Colonel Luthra and Nandini, and Patan's like usually eating something.
1: Which he's eating something in like every yes. scene. Yeah, often an apple. Yes, which
0: is a choice I've never seen Shahrukh make as an actor, and it is something that Brad Pitt does in his mm. later years. Oh, was Shahrukh like, oh, Brad Pitt does it? I'll do it too. Or maybe well, he was just hungry and You've i think a lot of sharuk is huge in this movie. Yeah.
1: like you know he's been muscular for a long time but he's like bulky yeah, in this he's movie usually in a way I've like never shredded. seen him before.
0: Yeah. And now he's like shredded, but with mass.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And so I feel like he just has to keep eating to like maintain his, like maintain his mass and also just like stay alive. (laughs) Probably (laughs) just sustain himself. I, I would believe it. So
0: yeah, he's eating and Colonel Luther's talking about how Jim used to be one of their best agents along with Kabir, which is also when we're like, oh, yes. Okay. Same universe. Yeah. Happy to hear it. But then we learned that Jim was captured by some pirates, and he and his wife were held hostage, um, his pregnant wife. Mm -hmm. And India doesn't negotiate with terrorists, Colonel Luther says. So he was like, they were demanding a ransom. We weren't going to pay it. So the terrorists then killed Jim's wife.
1: In front of him.
0: Yeah, in front of him. And they definitely, the implication is that they shot her in the stomach. Awful. Like, just really traumatic.
1: Yeah, Um, so dark, and also, I had missed before that Luthor so explicitly, like, not just says that they didn't want to negotiate with the terrorists, but almost seems, like, proud and defensive of that choice, and I'm like, I'm sorry, you probably could have figured something out. Right, and again, I'm
0: like, send Kabir in there.
1: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Kabir could have gotten Jim out. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah.
0: Maybe the events of war were happening, like, at the same time.
1: Maybe. We'll have to... I, I'd love to see a timeline of all of this yeah. stuff laid out. But yes, maybe um, Kabir was busy and or already gone rogue.
0: <laughs> yeah. But so, Luther is like, yeah, we just assumed Jim was dead. Which, stupid. <laughs> they didn't even want to, like, check up on that?
1: No, like it's <laughs> not. The Indian government in general needs to be nicer to its best agents. Yeah. Um, because they keep going rogue. <laughs> And that's also Because true. of their actions. So I just really think that they should eventually learn their lesson. This has happened at least three times to them now. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, that's
0: not great. Um, they are trying to track down Jim, and then they find a lead in a Pakistani doctor named Rubina, mm-hmm. or Rubai. They've seen that she's been getting payments from Operation X. She's been radio silent until she recently booked a flight. And Patan's like, okay, I'll go after her. Like, where's she going? And there's a fun little quip where one of his team members is like, well, if it were any of us, it would be like Afghanistan. But since it's you, it's Spain. <laughs> <laughs> so Patan gets to go to Spain. And that transitions us into oh. our first dance number, Besheram Rang. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite. Oh,
1: I was going to pick it as my favorite, but that's okay. You can have really? it. Really? <laughs> oh my God. I'm so sorry. I was like, oh, there's no way you won't choose the end credit one. Well, I I thought I would. And then rewatching the movie, I was like, oh my God, this song is amazing. And also it's going to come into play in my research.
0: Well, okay. we could, This could be both of our favorites because we know we're putting both songs. Exactly. And maybe yeah. Jim's theme song. <laughs> on the Spotify playlist. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> but yeah, I wrote about this dance number. It's just two hot people dancing and having a great time. I in Yeah, Spain. Exactly. What more do you want? <laughs> oh, nothing. Like, Deepika is just so beautiful. This is mm-hmm. like my
1: favorite hairstyle on her. Oh, I love this haircut. She's just like dancing mm-hmm. in a great way. I just love all of her bathing suits. I love her gold bathing suit. I love yeah. her, like, Little Mermaid purple, like, matched yes. with the, the, like, sequins. Like, oh, my God. It's all great.
0: But, yeah, so we see she's just, like, sexily dancing and making mm-hmm. a lot of eye contact. And then we see Patan, who's just, like, messy bun. This is uh, where the Johnny Depp vibes. Yes. Well, I, sure. he's wearing a fedora.
1: Yes. Kim, what are your thoughts? Oh, this is, I'm okay with this fedora. Yes. I'm okay with this fedora. He can pull this fedora off. Yeah, he's rocking it. There are others who can't, but he can.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He looks so great. Um, At one point, he's just, like, wearing, like, army cargo pants low on his hips and nothing else, but he's got, like, a bun and, like, sunglasses. (laughs) And is he eating an
1: apple too? He's eating oh, an apple probably. constantly. I don't know. And then he does some like parkour. And yeah. I'm like, oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> it's all very overwhelming.
0: Um. And then we see Patan follow Rubai kind of down like a tunnel where she's really flirtily like looking over her shoulder. Oh, she's, she's like wearing- a siren. Yeah. And she's wearing these Amazing, like gold snake earrings. So cool. She's so cool. <laughs> um, and he's just like following her, and she leads him down this tunnel and then across this like really nice grassy lawn to a pool. And she just dives into the pool in a really <laughs> sexy way. And then we see na 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 na
1: uh, I love your rendition of his theme song. It's spot on.
0: Oh yes. Well thank you. I've been practicing. Um but he's doing the whole like arms spread out, just lounging mm-hmm. in the pool. Yep. Um very relaxed. And then he stands up <laughs> and he gets out of the pool. And now, the first time we saw this movie. I, I burst out laughing I don't yeah. know I expected them to be longer I expected as he was rising out of the water them to be just a little like an inch or two longer yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> I've often thought like if I had been eating something or drinking something at the moment that I first saw this I would have like done a spit take, <laughs> or maybe started choking because it was yeah like I he gets out of the water and it, at first it's like oh yeah his shorts have kind of like ridden up but no they just are that short <laughs> yeah um
0: john abraham's not a small man i think he's no. like six foot six foot one or something like that sure yeah and so you're just seeing torso 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 tiny
1: white <laughs> with muscular legs it is it's the contrast as much yeah, as anything I think else I was yeah just like, what's happening and now i knew <laughs> to expect it um <laughs> I really enjoyed Jim's whole vibe in this scene because then like later he puts on this robe and he's wearing (laughs) like vans and he and then he crosses his legs and I was like, don't cross your legs in those shorts, sir. (laughs) Something (laughs) might pop out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was going to
0: mention he has like a... Yeah, it's like a towel blazer. It's like a yeah, blue and yeah. white towel blazer.
1: <laughs> That's a great way. Yeah, it's like a terry cloth
0: blazer. <laughs> he's fully embracing his Spanish lifestyle. Like Yes, yeah. He's leading um, into the aesthetic and it looks great. Yes, because and, and as Jim is just striding in these shorts and nothing else toward Patan, Patan realizes that he's surrounded by bad guys. And so then... As Jim's wearing the blazer and his vans with the crossed legs, he's introducing his whole crew, and they're all different people from different intelligence agencies, basically. Yeah. And he introduces Rubai and says she's ex ISI, uh, which we learned from last week is the intelligence agency for Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Then Jim kind of is like, "Aha, my plan! We're gonna we're gonna do this bad stuff." And Patan's like, "Oh, do you want me to join?" And Jim's like no, (laughs) I just want you to die. (laughs) And then Jim just, again, doesn't stick around to watch Patan die. He just, like, gets on a helicopter that has landed while he was talking, and Jim's gone. Yep. And then all chaos breaks out, because Rubai looks at Patan and
1: she's just like, sorry did she does she say sorry i feel like yeah she's like sorry and then she's like not you and then she yeah Yeah, and then she
0: shatters the champagne glass that she'd been casually drinking from and then like uses it to like fight some guys so suddenly patan thought it was just gonna be him versus like six guys but no rubai is helping him fight his way out
1: is he, like, does he have, like, a handcuff situation? Yeah, I think
0: his hands are, like, tied together, like but he's also not thing. trying to get out of them as no. by just starts doing some really awesome spy moves. Like, he's just, like, impressed watching her. I love um, all his
1: reactions. He's like, ooh, ah. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> what I love about this, too, is that I fell in love with Shah Rukh Khan as an actor because of his charm and yeah. his good humor. I love that when he shifts into this action persona, he still has these elements of yes. classic Shah Rukh.
1: I totally agree. He he shines. He is himself. Mm-hmm. He's funny. He has a lot of fun quips throughout the movie about his hair. <laughs> oh, um, God. Yeah. yeah, it's great.
0: But yeah, so Rubai like, throws a champagne bottle at a guy's head. She... Throws a chair at another guy. She uses her leg to just sweep Patan out of the way. Because, like, again, he's not even trying to get out. He's just watching her. And then eventually Paton's like, all right, yeah, I got to fight too. They run. They dive behind a wall. I think Paton makes some sort of quip, like, oh, they're bad shots. And she's like, not that bad. And she shows that she was shot in the side. Mm-hmm. And also... As this is happening, Patana's is like asking Rubai like, oh, are you really X-ISI? And she's like, no, not X. And when he finds out that she was shot, he gets like really angry mm-hmm. uh, and he hulks out, he takes the pistol and then he just stands up against like eight guys with machine guns <laughs> Um, But he heroically just, like, starts shooting everyone. And I'm like, he's just standing in place. You could just shoot him, but no one does. Just shoot him, yeah. And Patan is able to take Rubai back to his, uh, like, place he's been staying, where he nurses, or he bandages her up, lets her sleep. When she wakes up, they find out that uh, she's looking for Rocked Beach. Rock, Rock? Rocked Beach. Rocked Beach. Yeah, you said it right. uh, Which is located in Russia. They don't really know what it is, but they know Jim is after it. Uh, And that he will get it in seven days. So they're Mm -hmm. like, okay, here we go. Uh, They decide to team up, even though Patana's like, I don't know. I have trust issues with you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They decide to team up anyway, because what else are they going to do? They go to Moscow and they plan a heist to break into a tall building with a super intense vault. To get into this vault, there are two keys that are kept equidistant from the building in opposite directions. They need to be applied at the same time. Like, they need to both be opened at the same time and then, I think, plugged into the actual, like, vault at the same time. And ten minutes after that process starts, someone will get, a like, an alert to say, hey, this is happening. Is that cool? Um, so there is a time crunch here as well for this heist. Yes. They get the handprints that they need to open up the two keys, Um
1: in some of the most ridiculous means.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah.
1: Rubei gets
0: it on her thigh from, like, this kind of skeevy guy. Which, Super you skeevy. know, that's pretty straightforward. She and Patan have a kind of sexy moment as he peels off mm-hmm. the handprint from her thigh.
1: Which I hope that her thigh was clean shaven for that. Because that could have really hurt as she <laughs> like, peeled off the sticky stuff. Like, I hope yeah, she had already waxed. She just gets, like,
0: <laughs> unintentionally waxed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um... But my favorite is Patan getting like the woman's handprint because yeah. <laughs> Rubai is like, "Oh, are you going to seduce her?" and he's like, oh, "I wish, but I'm not her type." <laughs> so instead, he crawls into her bed <laughs> in the middle of the night and he lays in the bed next to her with like a <laughs> like an iPad or something like that. And just goes to take her hand and put it on it <laughs> and she wakes up. This woman, Auntie Karen, they say, they call her. She wakes up and she just looks at him. And he just starts singing a song Yeah. called like Care. <laughs> um, and it's just my favorite thing that he just sings her a lullaby. And then she goes back, like, she shuts her eyes again and he
1: leaves. And I'm like, why can't I have these dreams, you know? I was just, yeah, I know. I would I would pay to have that exact dream. He <laughs> could saying, even call me Karen. This man fine. just
0: singing me a lullaby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and then we just see
0: that there's like drunk pilots and we're like, okay, how's this all going to come together? But then the night before the heist, they're both thirst trapping. Like, yep. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. We'll leave it there. Patan helps Rubai with her bandages. And she kind of asks him about his uh, history. She's like, you know, Patan means uh, Muslim. And right. That it, it refers to a Muslim people. OK, yeah. And, and so Rubai asks him if he's Muslim. And he says that he was abandoned in front of a cinema as a baby. Then he joined the Indian army and then went on a mission to Afghanistan in 2002, where he saved a village by throwing a grenade and a missile long story he short did. um <laughs> and then he was embraced by this afghani village they became his family and so he's like that's my patan family so they get this backstory they're getting closer together as a mm-hmm. pair the next day they use the handprints to get the keys and they're two separate buildings they go onto their separate roofs and use this really funky balloon contraption yeah what is this <laughs> i've never it seen seems anywhere, anywhere like, like this before, before. yeah like Couldn't they, like, planes just have had, like, dangling ladders or something? I think so, yeah. (laughs) But I guess, you know, that's not as cool. Um, Yeah, they do that, but then something's wrong with Rubai's plane, because also the pilots are drunk, or at least Rubai's pilot is drunk, so Baton has to jump onto hers, and then they just, like, hit the building that they want to
1: heist, uh, which has a slanted roof, so
0: they almost Uh die.
1: But they don't. They're fine. (laughs) I think this part was planned. I think the jumping onto the building and sliding down it a little bit was planned. Yeah,
0: but, like, I don't think it was a good plan. (laughs) No, I agree with that. They hit it so hard. Yeah, so they walk down the side of this building, like, bosses. They get in. They open the vault, which is, like, sunken into the ground. It's, like, maybe 10 feet below. Uh, Patan just jumps right in. He starts looking for the, uh, like safety box that they're looking for he finds this vial that is rocked beach and he's like i don't know what this is but i have it and then meanwhile uh rubai throws down like a fire hose so that he can climb back out so he throws her the thing and then we see her take out like a handheld blowtorch
1: and just start like (laughs) burning the hose that he was yeah i was like This probably would take a while. Like, I bet he could make it to the top of that rope before she's burned through it. Like, that's got to be a really hefty fire hose. But whatever. But he might have questioned these things. Yeah,
0: he's just frozen in horror,
1: and it's this very
0: emotional moment. (laughs) And then we see this like flashback on her side of her plotting with Jim over a Mm -hmm. (laughs) chessboard. Jim's quite the enigma. I love him. (laughs) (laughs) He's got layers. Yeah. But they're, they're talking about, like, the queen and the king, and then by the time the king knows the queen's betrayed him, it'll be too late, and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Um, Classic chess rules. <laughs> yes, but they're like, that vault's in- impenetrable. And he's like, well, not for Patton it's not. So they devise this whole plan that she would use Patton to get in and get the vial. So in trying to stop Jim from getting this vial, they are actually handing it right to him. Yep. And then we see that we're back in the present. This was all a flashback of Nandini, the boss lady, telling the techie boy the story of Patan. We then see him being tortured by Russians in a prison because obviously he was caught in the vault. And then we see that Nandini visited him while he was in prison. And she basically told his Russian captors, like, we don't care about him. He's not our responsibility anymore. You do what you want. And then we see Patan gets loaded onto a train with a bunch of other prisoners. And one by one, they're all getting their handcuffs out. He goes to get his handcuffs off. But the guard is like, not you. So Patan's like, okay. (laughs) But Um, don't worry. (laughs) Don't worry. And everyone else on this train has their handcuffs off. Some of them have weapons. And so then there's a train fight. Um, But then... As Baton is like doing his best to beat up these guys, but he also gets like slammed into a wall and he's a little bit like dazed. Uh, yeah, we he's just see like eight guys. Yeah, we see a hole in the roof uh-huh. and a scarf like <laughs> wraps around a guy's neck and like, whoa, what's going on? Um, and it's Tiger. It's it's Tiger, played Yay. by Solomon Khan, which is very fun. There's this epic like buddy fight as uh, Tiger beats up the remaining guys.
1: I totally agree with what you said last week. That the way that these two play off of mm-hmm. each other is so good, and it really brings out the best in Salman Khan too. Yes, um, like I really, I, I enjoyed this a lot.
0: <laughs> I, I agree. It was, it was great. And yeah, and like Tiger brought him like a soda and some painkillers. Yeah,
1: <laughs> which <laughs> is just totally killers. random because
0: again, they're on a pla- like a train in the middle of nowhere. Like they're like yep. traveling a lot of mountain. But so they have fun back and forth with each other, but then they get out of the train car because there's more bad guys, and then they're, like, running on top of the train, and then Mm -hmm. it turns out that the track up ahead is out, and it's just, like, a chasm that the train's gonna run off of, and then... It does start to go off of the tracks, but then
1: they just start running back towards the back of the train. I love through this fight scene how they overlay the different themes. Mm-hmm. And we hear the war theme, we hear Tiger's yeah. theme, we hear Patton's theme. It was it, just a really good piece of music there yeah. with all of, the, all of that happening. Very yeah. epic.
0: Yeah, thanks yes. for so reminding me, because that was like the only time we heard the war theme, mm-hmm. which is such a good like the... Mm-hmm.
1: And I think it's a good, like, it's a promise of things to come, I feel. Oh, God.
0: These movies are so good. I know. (laughs) But so, yeah, Tiger and Patan are able to jump off the falling train. And then this took place before we, the first scene where we see Patan getting beat up. Because the next scene that we see is, like, a safe house on a cliff. Yes.
1: (laughs) Before we move forward with the plot. I need to talk about the fact that so there's there's a good they they jump up they grab the thing they're on top of the tracks and then there's a good moment where they're like exchanging the the painkillers. Salman Khan takes the painkiller from Shahrukh Khan looks directly into the camera (gasps) and takes the pill and I just I need someone to have a sit-down conversation with Salman Khan (laughs) and explain to him... (laughs) That you're not supposed to look directly into the camera unless oh, no. explicitly told. Because this, the whole thing is kind of a breaking of the fourth wall moment. It's very funny, but like not in that way. And again, no. I'm like, this is now, this is now the third time I've seen him do this in the in movies, and the second time where I don't feel like anyone told him to. <laughs> <laughs> and we've only seen him in three movies. And we've only seen him in
0: three movies. I didn't even notice. I think I was too busy looking at. Patan.
1: (laughs) I was I was looking at him and then out of the corner of my eye I was like oh my god did he just look at the camera and I went back and I watched (laughs) it and he did. Oh man I'll have to watch it again. Anyway Uh, someone's got to stop him. (laughs) (laughs) It has
0: to be stopped it's wrong. (laughs) Um, Okay so yeah we see that Nandini and the cute techie boy have arrived at this safe house Mm -hmm. and we see Patan is there and it turns out that they're friends all along. He did not yeah. turn on India. Um, Nandini never wanted him to die, and they were doing like Morse code while uh, she was visiting. And yeah, so he knew Tiger Very was going to come all along. It's it's mm-hmm. all great. And so then we see like she comes to tell Patan that Rubai is in Paris. So we see Patan apprehend Rubai in Paris. So she tells him that Rock Beach is a virus that is a mutated version of smallpox. Mm-hmm. Which is very interesting. Basically, it is smallpox, but attacks within like 24 hours, you're dead. And it obeys boundaries of like cities.
1: I interpreted that as it sweeps through a city so quickly that like you don't need to worry about it leaving the city. Oh, which I, I think you can certainly poke holes in that science, but, but that I, so. I don't that's, think that's they meant better. that it was like smart enough to stay within the boundaries. Of yeah. The city. Okay.
0: No. I. I. Good. I like your interpretation <laughs> because mine didn't make any sense. I was like <laughs> that's not how viruses work. Definitely not. And Rubai explains that she's a soldier just like Patan, and she can't allow this like kind of mass death and destruction to happen. And that's why Patan should trust her. And she also tells him that Jim is meeting one of the doctors he kidnapped in two days. Because that's also why Jim kidnapped the scientists Mm -hmm. to help mutate this virus. So then we see a snowy lab where Rubai is wearing a bodysuit like straight out of Star Trek. Oh, yeah. It's the one outfit of hers this movie that I'm like, that's not great. (laughs) <laughs> not not
1: this is not her best look
0: yeah and then jim arrives to his theme song but i won't do it again even though i want to
1: <laughs> you can do it again no one's stopping you oh it's so good
0: and then yeah so jim arrives to check out the orbs that contain the virus because they're in like these like a volleyball sized yeah orb then we see Patton and his team descend from the sky because also it's just a big glass ceiling, mm-hmm. um, and they use a grenade launcher to break through the ceiling. And I wrote, "That's why you shouldn't have a glass ceiling at your like super villain lab."
1: Yeah, this mistake has been made twice now by the bad guys <laughs> yeah. in this movie. Like, come on, <laughs> just
0: stop. So we see, like, there's chaos and fighting. And at this point, Jim knows that Rubai is like, has turned against him. And she gets the orbs, but then Jim shows up and he takes them. And then Jim escapes on a motorcycle in the snow. Yes, he does. I don't know why there's a motorcycle, but it's probably the same reason that there were two really sporty outies yeah. on a like, barge in the middle of the icy ocean. Yeah, um, I had
1: that exact thought, too, because what you need to escape from a boat is always a car. <laughs> and what you yes. need to escape from the snowy mountains is a motorcycle.
0: Of course. It makes perfect sense. And again, not just one, but, but two. two. Yes. <laughs> because <laughs> Baton gets the second motorcycle and goes after him. Um, and then they pull up on the edge of a cliff that overlooks a frozen lake. Patan, like, shoots the bag that Jim is carrying. One of the orbs goes shooting out and, like, rolls away on the icy lake. And so they're both on the ice on their motorcycles. And you think, wow, they're both running after this orb. But then <laughs> out of an icy cave that I guess must be underneath the uh, layer, Yeah. Rubai comes speed skating
1: (laughs) It's so ridiculous (laughs) And she gets to the orb before they do Yeah She should go to the Olympics is all I'm gonna say Yeah, she built up a lot of momentum apparently And this is why she was wearing such a streamlined outfit Yes, now I will say that
0: suit was perfect for this So it's one of the rare moments that I'm like, ah, yes (laughs) I get it Rubai is going after the orb but there's like a big chunk of ice and she gets the orb but hits her head and she slides into the icy water and so of course Patan jumps in after her. Jim gets away. So then they get back up to the lair. They do have one of the orbs because Rubai was able to grab it. Patan uh, hands that orb to Luthra and he says this should be destroyed immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but Luthra's like no we can't do that. We're going to use it to make a vaccine. And Patan's like I think that's a really bad idea. And Luther was like, eh, don't worry about it, Patat. it's fine. And then Rubai gets taken away for questioning. Patan objects to this, but no one listens to him, and they're like, she's ISI, like, what are you doing? We have to question her. Mm-hmm. And then we see the Center for Infectious Diseases, where a group of scientists broke into the orb to try to figure out what the virus was inside of it and how to, like, get a vaccine out of it. We also see Nandini, boss lady, check in on everyone's progress. And they're all in hazmat suits. And then they get a call from Jim, Mm -hmm. who's, like, again, just kind of living his best, like, billionaire bro lifestyle. Yeah. (laughs) He's always just lounging. Yeah, he's just, like, on a, like, private plane. His shirt's, like, half unbuttoned. (laughs) He's just like, oh, hey, guys. (laughs) You know, on popular opinion time, I love Jim.
1: <laughs> I also, Jim is a great villain. I am a big yeah. fan of Jim. He is much scarier than Ilyasi. <laughs>
0: yes, Ilyasi was ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, because like, and also it's just terrifying that it's like, and you understand where Jim is coming from. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: You don't like support um, his choices, but it's like, yeah, no, I understand why you're doing this. But yes, so he's just like, Haha, you found, like, the
0: pure water that's at the center of my orb. There's both, like, a gas that eats, it's like an acidic gas that eats plastic and allows the virus in, so you're all contaminated, you're all going to die. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, they see that their suits are starting to melt, they are getting, like, pox on their face, Uh, so Nandini, like, locks down the lab. It's really sad because Patan and Luthra, like, are on the other side of this glass, Um, And they're watching her And um, she gives Patan one final salute Which, ugh, did break my heart Very He salutes
1: back Very full of emotions
0: Yeah, and then she's like You have to blow up the lab And they're like, okay And, uh, yeah So all the scientists, like, kill themselves Rather than die at the hand of this virus which is apparently quite horrific yeah um
1: that was a a tough scene and also i really liked nandini and i'm sad that she's dead because i would have liked to see her character again but maybe
0: she'll come back too we didn't see her die
1: (laughs) dead men don't stay dead
0: that's what they (laughs) said but yes so they explode the lab so that the contamination is gone but that's one of the orbs done So there's only one other orb, and it's in Jim's hands. Patan goes to visit Rubai, who's being tortured. He breaks her out of the torture chamber, and then we see a helicopter touch down in Afghanistan to talk about launching the virus. Mm -hmm. So Jim is on that helicopter. He has, like, this base in Afghanistan. The plan is to launch the virus from Afghanistan into wherever his target is in India and while there Jim learns that a village in Afghanistan has been inf- infected by rickettsia yeah which is confusing for him because he's yeah. like we only had two we know that the one was in the science lab that got exploded and i have the other one so what is this mm-hmm. so he sends a bunch of men there and sure enough there's like all these dead villagers just like lying on the ground with the pox on their faces yeah. but it was a hoax <laughs> <laughs> They're all okay, but they used a hologram of the orb to lure Jim's guys there. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's Patan's, like, village that took him in. Yeah. So th- they're all his buddies and his family. So then Patan and Rubai go to Jim's, like, Afghani lair. He's got a lot of layers. He does have a lot of layers. And they fight him, but he escapes using a wing contraption. Patan goes after him with a second one. And he just has so much faith in himself to figure stuff out. Like, he just launches himself on the Yeah, side of a he's cliff. like,
1: I'll learn how to drive
0: this. It's fine. <laughs> and I wish I had that confidence. <laughs> but so they have this epic, like, wing flying fight. Rubai then finds out, because the reason they came into this lair was to get the second orb. But as she goes and investigates, she finds out that the virus isn't in
1: the missile. Mm-hmm. Jim had another plan all along. He again, he's a great villain, and it's just it's layers and layers and layers.
0: But yes, oh I wrote, Jim had another
1: plan all along. Classic Jim. Classic Jim. That's that's just Jim for you. Insert gif of John Krasinski here. <laughs> <laughs> Giving
0: you classic Jim face, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then Patan's wings break, so he jumps onto Jim, and then they crash into, like, this cliffside abandoned house that's yeah. literally, like, on stilts on the edge of a cliff. But, yep. And then they're they're fighting in this house, and as that's happening, Rubai determines that the virus is on a flight, circling Delhi right now, and so she tells Luthra, and Luthra contacts the pilots, and he's
1: like, you're all gonna die, you can't land in Delhi, um, you're really, like, there's no, we yeah. can't do anything for you. Yeah, it's like, just keep, just fly as far away from Delhi as you can, and then, I guess, die. <laughs> yeah. So Rubai
0: is like, okay, Bhutan, we need to find, like, the um, deactivate device thing. And sure enough, as Patan's fighting Jim, he is like, oh, you could come at me, but you have to, like, get the device from me in order mm-hmm. to save those people. Like, good luck, um, and Patana has six minutes to do this. At one point, Jim gets a cleaver, and I'm like, guys,
1: so many cleavers!
0: Can we stop with the cleavers? Like, it makes me so nervous. It really.
1: I mean, there were a couple of points when there he's swinging that cleaver around that I like. woo, I like.
0: Yeah. yeah, because I'm like, I know it's a prop cleaver. But yes.
1: Oh God! <laughs> Let's not get hurt. Friends. It can cause a lot of damage with cleavers.
0: But yeah, so they're fighting, they're fighting, it's epic. Meanwhile, Luthra has ordered a missile strike on this plane full of civilians. But then, as, like, the house is sliding, it's, like, on an angle, and Patan's dangling at the end, and a big box is coming, sliding his way, and he uses his strength to, like, somersault over the box, and he lands literally on... Jim has, like, this really scary curved knife that's mm-hmm. like literally made for removing your bowels from your body <laughs> um, and Patan just like fully somersaults right onto it it's just like ugh, just straight into the meaty part of his belly but he got the device yes and he this deactivates- was a
1: self-sacrificing moment yes yeah and he deactivates the orb so the virus isn't
0: going to be unleashed in this plane then Luz was like, "Aboard, abort! And the missile just, like, explodes, like, not that far away from it's the plane. It's so
1: close, yeah. And then they're just like, okay, we're clear to land. And I'm like, did anybody yes, notice? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, people on that plane definitely
1: were like, uh. <laughs> What's happened? Why are we flying away from Delhi, then back to Delhi? And what was that bright light I saw out there? <laughs> it looked like there
0: was a missile. <laughs> then Patan defeats Jim he lets him fall off the edge of the cliff in the name of Mother India which
1: I really Um, hope that they go and find. like they don't make the same mistake twice with Jim because like I've seen people come back from worse (laughs) yeah
0: I, God, we're gonna get like Jim, we're gonna get the not Khaled Khaled, but Mm -hmm. we're probably also gonna get Khaled.
1: That's what I want. I want a scene where Tiger fights himself. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And all of like the bad guys are gonna team up. Oh, I'm so excited. It's gonna be great. Um, But yes,
1: so then they've saved the day. Jim is presumed dead. Um, also Patan is just fine like i really yeah. thought that a bigger deal was gonna get made about the fact that he gets stabbed yeah. but no he's just good he's fine but that's why you don't skip ab day, exactly you're the it's knife just, just bounce, super bounce right strong, off <laughs> it's his super strong muscles yeah they like stopped works. a blade <laughs> it's just like just like rithik's neck stopped a bullet in war exactly <laughs>
0: Patan tells Luthor their paths are separate. I think Patan's kind of like, ah, I don't really want to work for you. Yeah, I know, I, I'll sucks. do my own thing. But Luthor says everyone is needed,
1: including, like, Tiger and Kabir. I did write in all caps, everyone is needed. <laughs> yes, I'm clapping.
0: And he wants Patan to lead soldiers. Ooh. It'll be his command and his power. Um, yeah, that's the end of the plot part. Yeah. But then we get Jume Patan. Jume Patan. I know, I had to say it. <laughs> oh, it's um, so good. God, it's so good. And I know we both said that Basharam Rang was our favorite, but this is equally good. I oh. agree.
1: Yeah, I don't, I honestly don't know how I could choose between the two. They're both so yeah. good. This is a very learnable dance Um, Yes. And I think that we should set ourselves the task of learning it. You know, we don't need to like perform it. It's not ours, but like we can enjoy that in the comfort of our own homes.
0: (laughs) It's yeah, it's just so good. Like Rubai has a bunch of awesome outfits. I really love her like jeans with the white tank top and like the black sports bra. I love that
1: look. She's got so many cute like bra tops in this. Yeah. I also wrote like Deepika is such a good dancer. We've talked about this before. Like, the lines that she forms with her body mm-hmm. are stunning. Like, just, it's yes. so, like, oh, God, just, like, the sweep of her body. Oh, she's great. So graceful.
0: Yeah. She's fantastic, yes. And, like, Patan's wearing, like, an ear cuff that has, yeah. like, a dangly, like, <laughs> bit. And his hair is great. I really love, his hair looks, like, so much better when it's just kind of dirty and, like, stringy yeah. and, like, in a bun. Because we see both, right? Yes. We see that. But then in this dance number, we also see his hair like, clean and feathery. Right. And looks better dirty.
1: I agree. You know, yeah, it's the Aragorn of it all. I've said it before. Yeah. Although Aragorn doesn't ever have a bun. He has
0: clean hair in Return of the King, and I was like, what well, happened that's, Yeah,
1: you? at the end of the movie, it's like, why <laughs> are you clean like now? No, go back. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, anyway but yeah no I totally agree with that assessment I do like the joke at the end about him needing to get his hair shampooed like his hair is mm. a very important theme throughout the movie yes
0: <laughs> as it should be because it is like it's quarantine hair is what it is
1: yes oh yeah that he was like
0: damn I look good and I, I the world this. was like
1: yes you do <laughs> <laughs> we approve <sighs> um, yeah but yeah so it's it's a great dance number there's a
0: lot of like slap slapping and um Yeah. And then we get an end credit scene with Tiger where they're clearly talking about acting, Mm -hmm. um, where they're just like, oh, we're getting too old for this. We've done this for
1: 30 years. When will we stop? But then they're like, who could take over from us? And Uh uh, none of them can come up with someone, a suitable uh, alternative to them. Do you think that they were actually like each of them in their minds were like picturing? I do. Who do you think they were picturing? So... It's
0: hard, right? I feel like I don't know the grand scheme, but I go to my tops, Yeah,
1: right? Same. Like, I go to Varun. Varun, definitely, they were thinking of right? Varun. Yeah. I went
0: to Aditya. Uh-huh.
1: Where else did I go? I feel like definitely Varun. I feel Ron like Vier. definitely Ranveer. Yeah.
0: Yeah, those are, yeah, so those are I my think
1: three. those are, yeah, those are the, th- those are three big, big guys who we like, so... <laughs> And, yeah. else, and so I was also like, like to think, maybe Tiger, but probably not Tiger. I don't think anyone would think that he was going to take over. Yeah. <laughs> Pick up the man. We love Tiger. We do love Tiger. He doesn't quite have the acting chops of those other guys. No, he doesn't. But yeah, that's the end of the movie. It's so good. It's really good. It's really excellent.
0: I... Already want to have like a double feature with war and Patan
1: me too. oh, that'd be so yeah. good, so, so good. I couldn't agree more. I absolutely love it. I will say so I didn't mention this kind of as it was happening, but like we definitely get some some sensual tension between Rubai and Patan. Mm-hmm. and the first time we were watching the movie, I didn't feel like we I could enjoy it because I was concerned that they were going to kiss. I agree, yeah. There would be something so weird about seeing Shahrukh and, and Deepika kiss. Right. Even though they've played opposite each other in a ton of movies, they've been love interests for in, in a ton mm. of movies, there's something so, like, mentor-mentee about their Agreed, relationship. Yeah. And so now that Shah Rukh, we've seen him actually, like, make lip-to-lip contact yeah, with ladies in movies, nervous. I'm like, I don't want to see that ever between him and, and Deepika. So the right. first time we watched it, I was really worried it was going to happen. Now, knowing that it wasn't going to happen, I could just, like, sit back and relax and enjoy those scenes a lot more.
0: <laughs> I... I agree, because that was also something that I felt. Because I remember that was the only time I got tense in the movie theater. Yeah. Carly and I were sitting side by side, and I looked over at her, and I was like, they they don't kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, why, do I look
1: worried? <laughs> the eel doesn't get her.
0: <laughs> I was like, it's not <laughs> It's not
1: a kissing book. It's not a kissing book. <laughs> but yeah,
0: no, I agree. You, you named it exactly. Yeah. It's just the ease that they have with one another yep. just like in their normal lives like mm-hmm. in like the promos that they do it it really feels like there's no sexual tension no exactly them yeah. real which makes it all so the more I'm just, impressive like, so when, when they're there is
1: sexual tension yeah yeah god I just I love them both so much Me too. I loved this and we could we could talk for days and days about how much we love this movie And I think it's really important for us to know that there are people in this world who could talk for days and days about how much they hate the movie Patan. Yes, are we transitioning? That does (laughs) transition me into my research for this week. And we're talking today not just specifically about the reception of Patan, but we're talking about the boycott Bollywood movement. Mm -hmm. And there is a lot to this, and I do think that it probably is going to come up again for us. This is just, you know, again, as we often do, this is just kind of, these are the foundations here of of what this movement is slash can be because it's a lot of different Mm -hmm. things for a lot of different people, which is really interesting. I am very excited to hear about it. But so going back to where some articles that I read said that that this is what started the Boycott Bollywood movement. Some articles that I read said that this was fueling a fire that was already burning, um, you know, in, in boycotting Bollywood. But the thing that really starts and or kind of kicks this this movement into high gear was the death in 2020 of the actor Sushant Singh Rajput. Mm -hmm. Um, Rajput was a Bollywood actor who died by suicide in the summer of 2020. He was only 34 years old. Um, Mm. This was a really shocking, really tragic Death in this community. Um, He had been researching mental health diagnoses as well as painless deaths prior to Mm -hmm. his apparent suicide. So it was clear to many that this was a choice that he made to end his life because he was very unhappy with the way his life was going. And now mm. I say apparent suicide because there are some speculations that he may have been murdered or that someone close to him may have abetted his suicide. Oh. Part of the critical response to his death mm. was that people weren't doing enough to figure out exactly what it was that happened to him. Um, But so there was a ton of media coverage following Rajput's death, including outpourings of love from his his fellow stars. And it led to a really valuable conversation about nepotism in Bollywood. Mm -hmm. Um, Rajput Mm -hmm. was an outsider to the industry with no significant relationship. Um, Our girl Kangana Ranat. Uh, she speculated the day after Rajput died that his mental health decline was likely due in part to his being blocked out of the industry because he didn't mm. have these these connections. She was the woman who played Queen. Yes. And yeah. Queen. Thank you for yes. Yeah.
0: Also, good for her for
1: for naming that. And, yeah. 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 I, it's I, it was definitely an an important thing for her to bring to light. Um, yeah. And there even was a lawsuit that was formed against several Bollywood bigwigs, including Karan Johar and Salman Khan, um, mm. alleging that Rajput had been intentionally denied opportunities in the industry because of nepotism, because he didn't have those connections and those opportunities were given to others who had those, those familial connections. And then mm. this you know, led directly to his mental health decline, which then led directly right. to his death. The case was dismissed, but bullying of those accused and and other Bollywood actors who are products of nepotism uh, continued in social media. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to acknowledge that the argument about nepotism in Bollywood is a very, very valid reason to want to boycott the industry. Yes, and we know that that cannot be the only reason behind the boycott Bollywood movement because Patan. Was targeted by this movement. Mm -hmm. And as we've talked about before, Shah Rukh Khan is not a product of nepotism. Shah Rukh Khan did not have familial connections to the industry. You could certainly argue that now his family has advantages, which is very true. But (laughs) Because of what he achieved. Exactly. He himself, he rose through the ranks, he worked hard for it, and now he's the biggest name in Bollywood. Mm -hmm. Deepika, also an outsider to the Bollywood industry. Her dad was a famous badminton player, but I'm like, that doesn't fun. that doesn't get you anything. <laughs> <laughs> no. Other than being a really good Badminton player, which I did find out that Deepika is, which is cool. She's so cool. She Come is on. so cool. So again, layers, just like Jim. So we know that that can't be the reason that Patan itself was targeted by this. Even though Aditya Chopra and Siddhartha Nand, they they are products of nepotism. Yes. But the movement typically targets actors as being like the quote unquote front men of their movies. So that's more often mm-hmm. people going against the actors than it is against the filmmakers. And I'll talk more about that. So the yeah. issue with Patan came about with the release of Besharam Rong, the song. Mm-hmm. And and we've talked about this before, as movies are kind of building up to their premiere They'll have these big releases of the music videos, and it's really cool. People will watch them ahead of time. And so Besharan Rong premiered, became available for the world to watch. The meaning of those words is shameless color. Mm. And the fact that Deepika's character is wearing a saffron-colored bikini set the boycott (laughs) Bollywood movement, set certain people within that movement, you know, just set them off, really, really enraged them. Now, a quick crash course in the significance of the color saffron. In some Hindu traditions, it's said to evoke sunset and fire. It represents sacrifice, light, and the quest for salvation. Hindu saints and monks often wear saffron, as, and it's indicative of their wisdom and their mission to eradicate evil and impurities from the world. So saffron, uh-huh. important color in Hinduism, it's on the flag. There you go. Yes. Big deal. So that's why people got upset, because Deepika is... Looking and acting very sexy while she's wearing this this saffron, you know, it's the bikini with the skirt and everything. Also, yeah,
0: in combination with all of her like all of her outfits are super colorful. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's the and so that's the point of the song. But yeah, you know, but they took issue with this this representation. Yes, um, and so. Knowing that this is people being upset by this color that's significant in Hindu traditions, you can probably guess that the folks behind this kind of aspect of the Boycott Bollywood movement is yet, yet again our right-wing Hindu nationalists who we've, we've mm. talked about before. People are saying that this representation in the film, it hurts Hindu sentiments, that it's clearly a product of quote-unquote contaminated mentality. So just like your classic sort of like very conservative views of like, you know, if you put someone in this color and she's doing sexy stuff, it's it means you're immoral. It means there's something dirty about you. In one state, the Minister for Home Affairs said that he would not allow the film to release unless the filmmakers corrected the visuals of the song. He accused the filmmakers of having, quote unquote, polluted minds. And he basically called out Deepika for being a left wing liberal critic of the government. And then I wrote in parentheses, Ooh. yay Deepika. <laughs> I
0: know, I was like, oh, I
1: love her so much. <laughs> um, so a few other states said that they would ban the film's release. One called on Shah Rukh Khan specifically to apologize for the wearing of the saffron <laughs> bikini, which... He didn't have anything to do with that choice. But he's the <laughs> um, man, so clearly he did. Well, yeah, exactly. And he's the, again, this is where we see people target the actors and not the filmmakers. Not the costumer, not mm-hmm. Anand. Shah Khan is the one who just. Can you imagine
0: that this. poor costumer who's like,
1: I thought it would be pretty. <laughs> Which I do feel that that was the motivation, just that, like, isn't this going to look gorgeous on Deepika? It wasn't meant to be, like, a message or, yeah. Yeah, no, who who knows, but I, I, I doubt it. But so it's important to note, too, that even though all of this is going on, this the this right-wing Hindu nationalist boycott Bollywood movement targeted at Pathan and also targeted at other movies that came out last year that they see as being anti-Hindu, yeah. um, there was an outpouring of love within the industry and across India and across the globe for Shah Rukh, for, for Deepika, for the makers of Pathan. and Pathan was the second highest grossing Hindi film in history, Um, It was the fifth highest grossing Indian film in history and is the highest grossing film of Shah Rukh Khan's career. So the boycott's not going great.
0: I (laughs) love that because I got so (laughs) nervous leading up to the release of Patan. I was seeing rumblings of this and I was like, oh no, what's going to happen?
1: And so I'm so happy. (laughs) I know. Me too. Yeah. And it's very apt, you know, in reading articles and reading kind of responses from uh, reporters to, to the boycott Many of them are making what I think is a very apt point that the issue here is probably not a saffron bikini, Mm -hmm. but is Shah Rukh Khan, a Muslim man who is a superstar in the industry, and it's Deepika, who is Hindu, but who is, again, supporting these left-wing endeavors that undermine the Hindu nationalist sentiments uh, Mm -hmm. present in the government and present among certain populations in India. So that's really what the issue is. It's not the saffron bikini. Nobody really cares about that they were going to find something to latch on to and point yes. to yeah 100 and yeah i read a ton of articles that made it really clear that i shouldn't say a ton i read a couple of articles that made it clear that an underlying issue for many
0: mm-hmm.
1: is quote-unquote promotion of islamic values and an anti-hindu narrative and okay. i read this one article that was like super incendiary that made reference to quote, terrorism, child trafficking, objectification of women and other rampant illegal practices. Like that was what they were like. These are all the things that are present in the Bollywood industry. Uh All of those things are real bad. Like, if those things exist, absolutely. Someone should be doing something about it. I mean, you know, we should be boycotting an industry that also supports child trafficking for sure. Yeah. The next paragraph of that article was titled Anti-Hindu Messaging. So they didn't go into any of that stuff, any of the stuff that I think we could objectively say is very bad. They then immediately went into complaining about anti-Hindu messaging in in these films. It just feels a lot like um,
0: our right-wing conspiracy theorists. Mm -hmm. Child trafficking is like a huge thing in Hollywood as well. That's how all the actors stay looking so pretty. Yes. (laughs) They're drinking the blood of like scared children
1: there there are so many parallels and it is very disturbing. There was a really good article that I read by uh, Debasish Mishra. You know, Mishra is saying it's not just about these these right-wing values that are being pushed um, because actors who have historically been backed by the right-wing and they, this writer named Akshay Kumar as an example of this, um, they've mm-hmm. also been boycotted. So mm-hmm. even those people who they see as I don't want to say that they're allies to the Hindu nationalist movement, but people who that movement has historically supported are being boycotted. Mishra really points to social media and calls it a mobocracy masquerading as nationalism. And it points to high levels of unemployment, not just in India, but across the world, and particularly among young people. Basically, yeah. people are bored, people have nothing better to do but nitpick these movies, post about it on social media, and then just fire up. And of course, we know, being people who live in this world, how yeah. easy it is to express something in, on social media that may not necessarily align with who you are, and how mm-hmm. easy it is for people to get sucked into these these right. arguments. Because it's just there's because of that anonymity that comes from being on the Internet. Right. And it's happening everywhere. Yeah, it absolutely is happening everywhere. And in a recent statement at the Kolkata International Film Festival, Shahrukh Khan, too, condemned social media for its, quote, narrowness of view, which limits human nature to its basest self. So I want to wrap up by saying that there is definitely a seedy underbelly in Bollywood. We talked Mm -hmm. about the nepotism a little bit here today. We know that the mafia is like super present in in this world. Um, We know that there's colorism, there's casteism. I totally understand boycotting Bollywood for those super legitimate reasons. But what we're seeing in the case of movies like Pathan and other films is a religious majority, specifically Hindu nationals, not all. Hindu people are, are ascribing to this, but specifically Hindu nationals trying to claim victimhood while also forcibly trying to silence minority religious groups and particularly Islam. So they're trying to force these values that are not universal and particularly within such a diverse place as as India. So yeah, it just it's really interesting as we move forward, watching films that are coming out have come out recently and are coming out in the future. We should definitely be looking out for the boycott Bollywood hashtag. And then looking into, you know, is this the side that has, you know, some pretty valid valid arguments against the industry? Or is this the side that is claiming like crying wolf almost, I guess? Yeah. Thanks, Kim. Yeah, absolutely. I'm this was a really interesting week. And uh, I look forward to, to hearing more. And now is the time where we we plug our our Instagram page. We hope that folks will follow us on Instagram if you're enjoying the podcast.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you for yeah. those of you who follow. Yes, um, but our Instagram handle is Two White Girls Talk Bollywood.
1: Every. Tuesday in our Instagram post you will find linked our uh, YouTube and Spotify playlists. Those are mm-hmm. also always linked in the episode descriptions that, of the episode that you're listening to. That's where we add our picks for our favorite songs. And so if you want to follow along, if you want to hear the actual rendition of as opposed to yeah to Katie's and my poor singing of each song. Uh, <laughs> and you not your minor ones on those playlists. Well, without further ado, yeah, our next film is Ludo, uh, which is on Netflix. I am so excited to watch this movie. This is another one of my faves, and it's continuing on with our theme of action movies. Uh, But after this one, we're gonna kind of head in a a very different direction. (laughs) But we'll talk about that (laughs) next week. Um, Ludo is spelled L-U-D-O, like the game Ludo, if anyone is familiar with that. It's really good. I am super excited about it. It's really good. It's really funny. It's really clever. Great um, cast. Excellent cast. So we've got, this is now our third movie with our boy Aditya Roy Kapoor. Yeah. It's our first Abhishek movie, Abhishek yes! Bachchan, which is super exciting. We love him. And it's a fun one for us it's- to like introduce him to the podcast. Yes, definitely. He gives a great performance in this mm-hmm. in this movie. And we've also got Rajkumar Rao, the evil yep. <laughs> fiancé from Queen in a role that will make you fall in love with him. And then and our other guy, oh, Pankaj Tripathi. Yes. I forgot about him. It's this is very much an ensemble cast movie. Yes. You know, we've got four storylines that all kind of interconnect is what mm-hmm. we've got going on here. It's a really interestingly
0: constructed film Mm -hmm, the way that they weave
1: everything together and uh yeah it's just entertaining i'm so excited to watch it yeah the plot description on imdb is from a resurfaced sex tape to a rogue suitcase of money four wildly different stories overlap at the whims of fate chance and one eccentric criminal
0: that's like the perfect summary i would say yeah it drops some things that it's enough to intrigue you yeah and then it's like oh if you want to know more you'll have to watch
1: yes exactly but um yeah we we can't wait to to see you all back here again yeah uh, <laughs> in, in a week's time
0: it's it's gonna be great until next week remember bollywood doesn't need us but we need Bollywood.
1: Even with all its flaws, we with we all accept of its it. flaws,
0: it still gives me
1: life. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and we just hope that uh, we'll make strides into the future.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. all about bettering ourselves, bettering ourselves, bettering our industries, bettering exactly. our nepotism in a way that gets rid of it.
1: Yes. Yay! But doesn't get rid of the Nepo babies who we love.
0: No, no, we want the Nepo babies to stay alive. (laughs)
1: But just puts them on the same, you know, even playing field as the non-Nepo babies. Yeah. Well, all right. One of our best outros.